You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 258. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 258. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello, my love. Well, hello, hello. Thanks for coming coming home just to record the pod today. I would do anything for you, my love. Oh, my goodness. Well, you have been quite the business owner, just creating <laughs> massive magic out here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you. And it's I been a lot of fun. am so proud of you, and I'm so incredibly grateful that you come home to do the podcast with me. Heck, yeah. Heck, would, yeah. Wouldn't miss it. You wouldn't miss it? Mm-mm. Well, good, because the audience would miss you like crazy. Yeah, well, I've got to get my pod fix. Remember back in the day when we did a little break? And to give you some time to do stuff. And I had a bunch of guests and everyone was like, where's Mr. Smith? Where's Mr. Smith? (laughs) We don't care about your guests. (laughs) And we heard you loud and clear. Well, I'm glad I can be here. I really am. uh, Yeah. And selfishly, I'm just grateful that I get a little time with you. So anyway, hey, everyone, welcome to our show today. We're going to talk about enoughness and about... Feeling as though you are good enough, smart enough, competent enough, Hmm. uh, a good enough parent, pretty enough, all of those different enoughs that we tally in our daily life all the time. And it's actually incredibly arbitrary and completely made up. Hmm. So we're going to talk a lot about that and what you can do to shift it. And yeah, so we're going to have a nice discussion. Cool. I know one thing you can do to shift it. What? Go on a retreat. Oh, hey oh. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Mr. Smith. You like that? Well, you guys may have remembered from the last handful of podcasts I've been talking about a retreat that I have coming up in October. And if you are listening to this right now and it is still being broadcasted by the time you hear this, that means there are spots still available. Here's the deal. It is called I'm Enough Already. I'm Enough Already. I'm Enough Already. And it is a all-inclusive five-day resort vacation slash personal development retreat in Cancun, Mexico. It's going to be happening October 6th through the 10th. It's going to be a small group. I'm only allowing 12. And again, if you were hearing this, that must mean that there are a few spots still available. That's cool. Cancun's beautiful. It is. a great part of Mexico. It's run by a resort family called Charisma Resorts, and they are breathtaking. They are all award-winning resorts, and this one is a boutique, so it's a little bit smaller, so it's a little more intimate. So I cannot wait to be teaching all about enoughness. We're going to be talking about boundaries, what that looks like to 
engage with people in your life, whether it's your spouse, your children, your parents, your boss, whoever, and you tend to roll over on things or you don't speak up for yourself. What does that look like to actually say no and deliver that with grace and kindness? We're going to be focusing on that. We're also going to talk about confidence, how to really believe in yourself enough to open that bread and Bed and breakfast that you bread and breakfast. <laughs> I'll take bread at every breakfast. <laughs> bread for every breakfast. Thank you. <laughs> or getting into roller derby or starting that your business that you've wanted to start or go for that promotion that you've been really nervous to go about. A lot of that has to do with your personal sense of confidence. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be digging into forgiveness, what that looks like to let go of blame for either yourself or other people. I found that a lot of people will attach to their past and they can't quite let go of the past because it's either something they feel they fucked up, like I, I messed up that one relationship or I messed up that one job interview, or they still cast a lot of blame and lack of forgiveness for people in their past, like their ex husband or wife or their parents. Like if only my mom would not have parented me in this way, I would have had so many more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be looking at that. And the whole thing is designed to change your relationship to feeling enough, feeling worthy. So thought I would give you guys a little sample taste of that this week on the pod. But if you want to make sure that you get in on this retreat and you want to snag one of those remaining spots, go to the joyjunkie.com slash retreat. I think I mentioned that it's all-inclusive, including booze, you guys. And I will even be picking you up from the airport. I'll take you back to the airport. All I need you to do is get on a plane. I just saw you driving one of those big buses. And I'd be like, With your little hat on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enough already. Let me hear you say, whoop, whoop. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Praise enoughness. So you know where to find me, thejoyjunkie.com slash retreat. And then maybe we can hang out in real life and learn some amazing shit. And uh, That sounds like a blast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pass it over to you for a minute. Let's do that. So I can calm down a little bit. Yeah, calm calm down (laughs) with your retreat and all your cool, fun stuff you All my excursions. Yeah. All right. So this is a segment that we like to call... Would you rather? Would you rather? So this would you rather is. Okay. Would you rather wear a cape for a month? And all you could do when people asked you about your cape was say, just felt like it. (laughs) Or wear a ninja headband for a month and have the same thing. You could only way you could explain it is just say, I felt like it. Just felt like it. I definitely am picking the cape. Right? Yeah. Okay, wait. So with the ninja, it's not like a full mask and all of that, right? It's just a headband? Just a headband. Yeah, just. And you can't wear a tie or anything like that. It has to be like a ninja headband. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I still think I would do a cape just because I could also say, I just felt like it. And my business is all about empowering women and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you couldn't. Yes, all you can say is, I just felt like it. And then I would circle back and oh, you give, give a business card and say, come listen oh, yeah. to my podcast. <laughs> Superfly. What would you do? I would wear a cape for sure. You would wear a cape? Yeah. I would love that. Like, when First you- of all, a he- I don't have any hair. So wearing a ninja headband would be a crazy... Look. Tan line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that I wouldn't want the month after I took it off. So I think a cape. And um, I don't know. Capes kind of have this superhero-ness to them. Oh, well, and, yeah. Um, I like it. Although, you know, ninjas are pretty badass, too. Be well, kind of fun it, to be it, a ninja. Okay, so when you were Thor, though, you had a cape for Thor, right? I sure did. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, that, man, that I Halloween. felt super powerful. <laughs> I got into that character. Oh my gosh! I just love the idea of you going to work and doing body work, but you have this like big superpower, <laughs> this superhero cape on. Just felt like it. Just felt like it. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, "Okay." Well, we would love to know what you would rather. We talk about it every single week over in the Joy Junker, Joy Junker, Joy Joy Junker, <laughs> Joy Junker, <laughs> Joy Junkie After Hours Club over on Facebook, and this is a community that I created just for podcast listeners. We would love to hang out with you. Every single Monday, we talk about the Would You Rather segment. We also talk about Biggest Takeaway. I've created a huge resource vault for a different a different amount of trainings and additional materials for just the people who are a part of this Facebook group. So come hang out with us, thejoyjunkie.com slash club, and then find the post and let us know what you would rather for this week. Sometimes it's a landslide. Sometimes it's really divided. Yeah. It really Last depends. few have been pretty... Pretty one-sided, but we'll see how this one goes. Yeah, it's fun to hear everybody's rationale and what they would choose and, mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So, again, you can find that link in the show notes page or just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. It'll redirect you right over there. And I do additional trainings every single Thursday, and you'll have access to all of those previous trainings. I have, there's like 35 of them, something like that. So coming out totally free, and you might learn some shit. So let's talk about <laughs> believing that you're enough. Let's talk about enoughness. Let's let's do it. I want to just talk a little bit about semantics here first before we jump in, because I have talked to people about this term around feeling enough, and people will sometimes say, ah, that word doesn't really resonate with me. For me, it's all about what do I deserve? So the word hmm. deserving or what I deserve is a little bit more resonant for them. Or some people prefer worthiness, believing that you are worth something, Hmm. or just self-worth. So just know that if we're talking about those words, enoughness, worthiness, or deserving, they're all very synonymous. It's basically believing in your own value. Value is another another one you might throw in there. I want to talk about how... Feeling not enough or having that belief of being not enough really shows up in your life. First of all, it shows up hugely in our relationships, whether that is with an intimate partnership or with family members, with your children. Basically, this idea around feeling valuable, feeling as though you are enough, basically says... I believe in my value as a person. And what that usually translates to is giving voice to your wants, opinions, needs, and stances. And so a lot of times with our children or with our parents or siblings or or our lovers, we are so acutely invested in their happiness that a lot of times we will override what we need. We will stifle our voice. We won't speak up because we're so afraid to rock the boat Mm -hmm. or we're afraid of not being liked. And a lot of times what we do, and we do this very subconsciously, nobody actively says, I'm going to whittle down my self-worth by making everybody else more important. We don't realize that. But what we do subconsciously 
is we say, if these people love me and approve of me, then I must be valuable. Then I must be worthy. Yes. Yes. If they don't Mm -hmm. approve of me, if they don't love me, then I must not Not. be worthy. And we come to that conclusion largely through our primitive makeup. Like we were actually designed to belong to a group, right? In order for our survival. I mean, that's really what primitive man had to do. They had to band together in order to actually survive as a species. Yeah. So there is a reason primitively and biologically that we are wired to connect. However, we don't need somebody to approve of us to ensure our survival any Mm -hmm. longer. But we still have sort of these archaic tendencies where we go, if I don't get approved for this promotion, like if if I'm not next in line for this promotion, or if somebody says you're not the candidate, we go, oh my gosh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not valuable enough. And then we allow that to mean our entirety, the entirety of our life is just not as good as, yeah. as the other person or whatever. We allow it to mean something about our self-worth instead of just going, that sucks. That uh-huh. feels shitty to get passed over for a promotion or to not get something that you really wanted or somebody wants to break up with you or does not want a second date or something like that. Of course, that is going to hurt, but it does not have to mean that you suck as a human. It can just mean the situation sucks. Okay. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But feeling not enough will show up in all different areas of your life. And one of the biggest pieces of this is we will then self-sabotage. So if we've made up this idea that I'm only valuable if I am this size, this specific size, or if I am this attractive, Mm. or if I have this level of status or income, if we don't achieve that, then we now feel completely useless, helpless. That's when we go into depressions. And we will also then start to settle for certain things. So we become essentially a self-fulfilling prophecy. So for example, if you don't think you're competent enough, you might not go for a job that you are actually really qualified Mm, for because you've self-sabotaged your headspace to think I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. I'm not experienced enough. And so you just simply don't go after the shit that you want. Or in a relationship, you think, well, gosh, I could never hurt my partner's feelings or I could never say that. I'm just going to keep all of the things that I need completely quiet. And a lot of that is around making that other person's wants, feelings, needs, their opinions, all of that way more important than yours. Mm, Yeah. And I'm not saying that what they feel isn't important. I'm just saying what you feel and what you need is also Also equally as important. Yes. And you can voice all of that shit, you guessed it, with grace and kindness. (laughs) And that is one of the reasons why I wanted this retreat to be so focused around enoughness because it permeates every fucking relationship that we have in our worlds. It affects if we speak up to somebody outside of a supermarket wanting to, you know, wanting us to sign a petition for something we don't believe in. It's those moments where if you really believe in your own value, you can speak up in those situations, right? You can go after those jobs that you really want or start your own business. So number one is really noticing 
where enoughness or a lack of feeling good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, whatever it is for you, lovable enough, where does that show up for you? Where do you feel that kind of tightness or that restraint around, oh, I don't know if I'm enough. Hmm. I don't know if I'm qualified enough, smart enough, pretty. Now, there is a difference between a quantity of something. For instance, it may be a reality that somebody holds more degrees than I hold degrees. Okay. Right? They may have a larger quantity of degrees than I have. That can be true. What is not necessarily true, unless I give it power, is that that person is now more valuable than me, or that that somehow means that I could not attain degrees if I wanted them. So it's not so much about acknowledging information like that, that one person maybe is in a happy relationship and you are not in a happy relationship and you desire that. You can acknowledge that without saying, I'm less than or I'm not valuable because I'm not partnered or because I don't have as many degrees as that person. Right. So it's untangling that collapse of meaning, essentially. So number one, really start looking at where does this show up for you. And I would encourage you to find the category for you where it feels the most potent. For instance, I don't have a lot of insecurity in my relationship anymore. I used to at the beginning of our relationship. I was really jealous and had Especially with my career. Insecurities. I did. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? You're going to be slapping oil on naked bodies? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. And that took me a long time to realize that really isn't about you. <laughs> it's not about me. Look at where that shows up for you because now it's not so much in the realm of relationship, but in business or being an entrepreneur, that is where I tend to get sucked into the not enoughness, where I have to really work on it hmm. and actively change my perspective. Number two, I want you to understand the concept that you are the only one who crafts your version of worthiness. In fact, the actual literal dictionary definition of worthiness is one's own belief about self-worth. It doesn't say what everybody else thinks of your value. It says one's own identity, one's One's own own definition of worthiness, of value. So that means you have a lot of power in your hands. Another thing that is really important to underline here is a lot of times we will get sucked into this idea of not being good enough, not valuable enough, not enough, but we don't stop and think about what actually would be enough. That's a great point. We just go into this place of lack and scarcity and we change what enough means. That's right. So we might start by saying, well, I'll be valuable. I'll be lovable enough if I'm partnered. And then you're partnered. Well, uh, clearly I'm not lovable or valuable unless we get married. And then you change it again. Well, then that didn't fulfill me because I'm still searching outside of myself and I don't find that self-love internally. So let's keep changing that. Okay. Then I'll be valuable if I make partner in this law firm. Okay, well, I achieved that and I'm still coming up empty. Well, I must need a baby. I must need to start my own firm. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be valuable. And so we just keep changing this idea. So what happens in this paradigm is you can quite literally never be enough. 
because you are continuing to change the definition so that you never achieve it. That's yeah. You don't ever reach that. You don't ever go, okay, now I'm valuable. Now I'm worthy. Now I'm deserving of this raise. Now I'm deserving of this amazing partnership that I have. And yeah, you look like you're deep in thought over there. Well, I was just thinking there, um, I can see how people might get confused here on a goal versus being enough. Yeah. Like there's always room to strive for more. There's always room to improve yourself or improve your surroundings or improve your financial, personal, romantic endeavors. Those are always things that you can strive for more of. But I think the difference is, is how you feel under your skin mm-hmm. when you're going for those things, yes. right? That's right. The the kind of core substance of why you're reaching for those things. Yes. Is it because you feel like you have a void to fill or because you want to fill even more of that, of your heart or right. of your partner's soul or whatever it might be? I think it, that's where we have to differentiate. I don't know. You might very well said. You know what? The way to kind of encapsulate that is to say what we're doing is we are essentially separating the difference between our view of self worth and our goals. Mm -hmm. Because with the paradigm that I recently talked about, what we do is we say, I'm valuable as long as I check. Oh, yeah, that's the boxes. uh, That's the barometer of success. Right. But the, the wording. Right. Is important. We think, okay, if I get this degree, if I start this business, if this person loves me, if my children think I'm cool, whatever it happens to be, then I'll be valuable Mm. instead of going, I'm already valuable as I am and I still want to lose 50 pounds or I still want to write a book or I still want to get my PhD or I still would love to have a baby or I would still love to get partnered and be in a relationship at some point. All of those things now become additions or addendums or just straight up fucking life experience instead of your worthiness and a lot of times your happiness being contingent on you achieving those things. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's a switch of paradigm. And really what we're talking about now is actually enjoying your journey. Because in that first scenario that I was talking about, we will attain that one goal, but since we already don't really feel like enough, we're like, oh, okay, well, I don't feel like I can really celebrate myself, mm-hmm. so I, I don't want to stay here and like celebrate that I just graduated. Let's just, you know, apply for my master's. Yeah. And then then maybe then all the doors will open. I'll magically feel happy. Yeah. And so you keep going and chasing and chasing and chasing. But what happens during that entirety of that journey is you still still feel like shit because you aren't in love with you. You aren't appreciating your own intrinsic value. So I want you right now, I'm so glad that you brought this up, babe, to really separate this idea of I can love who I am now. I can value who I am now. And I still want to lose 50 pounds. And Mm -hmm. I want to write a book. And I'm going to open this bed and breakfast or whatever it happens to be. And because I feel worthy and valuable right now, I'm going to enjoy this goal attainment a shit ton more. And people who do find value in who they are and have a really strong sense of self-worth, when they achieve milestones, they can celebrate 
and really embrace it. Yeah. So hint for those of you out there who have a very hard time celebrating your accomplishments, there is probably a worthiness <laughs> issue underneath there. Very good point. Yeah. And it, because you don't necessarily believe you would deserve this celebration. Yeah. All right. So pay attention to that. So number one, really acknowledging where enoughness or feeling not enough shows up for you, really nailing that down. Number two, entertaining this idea that you actually are the one who gets to decide if you're valuable or not. And what I would start to look at is this idea that I am innately worthy. We all are. We all are already valuable and enough. Everything else is just the human experience, which includes goals it includes celebrations. It includes letdowns when we don't get that job or when that person does break up with us or doesn't want to be in a relationship any longer. All of those things are human experiences. They just don't have anything to do with your value as a person or not. Yeah. And it also doesn't mean that you are not going to be held responsible for your own actions. Mm. Yeah, there's that. You know, and that's a whole <laughs> nother realm, right? Yeah. Like just because your partner may be totally valuable, that doesn't mean that they are void from consequences of, let's say, embezzling money sure. or cheating on you. They are still responsible for that behavior. It just means that they're still a valuable human as a person. So I'm hoping that you guys are starting to unpack this a little bit and starting to see things in a slightly different light. So that's really number two is to really embrace this idea of, no, I fucking decide if I'm worthy or not. Right. Period. Comes from within. That's, that's right. right. All right. So before I go any further, I have a quick message from this week's sponsor. Who else has tried Fab Fit Fun? If you do not already know about this, you're about to, my friend. It is a seasonal box with, get this, about 8 to 10 full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. 8 to 10 full-size. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over 200 bucks. I swear to you, getting your FabFitFun box in the mail seriously feels like it's your birthday four times a year. In one of my boxes, I actually got an amazing lip stain and gloss by Duce that I seriously wear all the time. It does not move. And one of the things that's so amazing about them in particular is some of their items in the boxes are customizable. Plus, you can do add-ons. Do not miss out because they sell out of each season's box pretty quickly. Check out fabfitfun.com and use the code J-U-N-K-I-E, Junkie, to save an extra 10 bucks on your very first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's www.fabfitfun.com and use the code Junkie to save that 10 bucks. Hello, self-care! Number three, and I touched on this just briefly, it is to separate what you feel from this concept of self-worth. So what I mean by that is when you go through an experience that is painful, like let's say you do get dumped or somebody doesn't want to be married to you any longer, or you do get passed up for a promotion that you thought you were a shoe in for, that sort of an experience fucking hurts. Yes. It's going to carry an emotional weight. 
Sure. It is not that if you magically believe that you are valuable and you are enough, that those sorts of experiences aren't going to hurt. They're still going to be painful, my friend, but they do not have to mean that you're not valuable. I want you to understand that separation there. So I've used this anecdote a few times. A lot of times in my spare time, I haven't gotten to do it a lot recently, but I will perform in community theater. And there was a role that I wanted really, really badly, probably, gosh, it was probably a year or two ago now. And I really wanted it. And I thought that there was a really great chance that I was going to get it. Long story short, I did not get it. Now, did I feel rejected? Absolutely. I actually was. It was basically somebody saying, (laughs) not you, not you. We don't want you. We want this person. That emotional current, I allowed myself to feel disappointed, sad, a little bit depressed, frustrated, bummed out, all of that. I allowed myself to feel that knowing that it did not mean that Amy wasn't worthy or wasn't enough. It just meant I didn't get something that I wanted. Yeah. And that was okay. It's okay to mourn that. Same is true for things that are amazing. Like if somebody tells me, oh my gosh, your work has changed my life dramatically, or I was able to do this, or I spoke up for myself in this situation, and you have been so incredible. That is always going to feel amazing. Yeah. But just because (laughs) that person thinks that, that doesn't magically make me valuable and worthy. That's right. I decide my worthiness. I decide my enoughness. Everything else is the human experience that also carries emotion. Same thing if you go through the loss of a loved one. Like that shit hurts, but it does not mean you suck. So that's sort of the new mantra that I like to use a lot is this situation sucks. I don't suck. Yeah. Or perhaps I chose behavior that sucked, but I don't suck. I can course correct. I can craft a completely new existence and a new way to operate. So again, number three, separate what you feel, your emotions, how things feel in a specific circumstance from your self-worth. And one of the best ways to do that is just to acknowledge the situation sucks, but I don't suck. Or even I fucked up, but I'm not a fuck up. Because sometimes we do choose poor behavior. Sometimes we don't handle ourselves with grace and kindness. And sometimes we need to go clean up a mess. But that does not mean that we all of a sudden for the rest of our life are branded with not enoughness. It just means we're fucking human. Yeah. All right. Number one, notice how it shows up. Not enoughness for you in your life. Where is that major sticking point? Number two, Embrace the idea that you actually get to decide if you are valuable or not. It's your call, my friends, to choose wisely. Yes, you Number do. three, separate how you feel from your self-worth. Allow yourself to have the emotions, but that does not mean that you are a shitty human. Number four, I want you to create a mantra around being enough. I want you to start telling yourself a new narrative instead of always going into that place of, well, I don't think I'm educated enough, qualified enough. I don't think I'm a good enough parent. I don't think I'm pretty enough, skinny enough, fat enough. (laughs) Like whatever it happens to be for you, we need to change that language inside of your mind. And again, we're going to be spending a shit ton of time on this in the retreat. So if you know that this is a hot button topic for you, 
really, I highly consider or would encourage you to consider this retreat. Go check it out and see some of the additional concepts that we're going to be covering. But this could be pivotal for you in changing your perspective around your own value as a human. Create a mantra around being enough. Now, the idea about saying, I believe that I am enough, most people have a really hard time immediately embracing that and buying into it, right? Sure. And just all of a sudden, you know what, I'm just going to change it like that and just start saying that to myself. So you can do a couple of things. One, if you actually use a pronoun of your name, almost like you're talking to yourself outside of yourself, like, Amy, you are valuable. It's almost like you are a cheerleader for yourself instead of claiming it. Mm. And that might be more palatable for you right now. If you can get to that point where you say, I believe that I am valuable as I am, or I believe that I am worthy, or I believe that I am enough, do it. Knock yourself out. If that feels too much of a jump, you can say something like, Amy, you are you are enough. I believe in you. Something that's almost outside of yourself. Or you can use what I like to call progressive language. And I've talked about this a few times on the pod where you acknowledge that you're on your way <laughs> or you're entertaining the idea of enoughness or worthiness. You're just not quite there yet. So you might say something like, I'm exploring what self-worth looks like. I'm entertaining the idea of being enough. I am working on embracing my worthiness. Something like that where it's, I'm on my way. I'm entertaining. I'm exploring. I'm redefining what self-worth looks like. Sure. A lot of times those little progressive addendums or precursors, however you want to use it, tends to make that statement a little more believable in your mind. And then finally, if it's still a little sticky for you, you can disclaimer the fuck out of it by saying something like, even though it's hard for me to believe right now, (laughs) Amy, you are enough. Or you could even use some progressive language in there. Like, even though you don't always feel like it, Amy, you are exploring enoughness. One of the ones that works for me really well is asking myself questions Mm. because questions get your mind thinking about the answer. Right. Right. So I would say, what makes me worthy? What are some things that, that I am worthy of? Yeah. Or, you know, some kind of inquisition that you're asking yourself so that you can come up with positive things that show that, yes, I am enough. I am worthy. I am self-assured in these ways. And I can take that and translate it over to the areas that I'm not feeling that. Yes. So that one works really well for me. And that, I think that's such a great point because you've mentioned a few times before how questions as a mantra are really helpful for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important to understand that we all thrive differently. Mm -hmm. And I see this a lot when I do retreats or when I teach classes where there'll be one specific tool or something that hits really close to home for one person, and then it's not quite as effective for another. And that's the whole point of it being personal development, right? It's fucking personal. You need to figure out what helps you genuinely change that narrative in your mind. If it is asking open-ended questions like that, knock yourself out. If it's a specific mantra, like I've been talking about, go for it. If it's the phrasing that feels sticky, play around with some of these suggestions that I gave you. Use progressive language. Use 
uh, calling yourself by name, like, Amy, you are valuable as is. Or disclaimer it, whatever you need to do in order to make that statement that you are now saying, instead of saying I'm not enough, (laughs) more believable. That's the deal, is in order for it to be effective in any kind of way, you have to be somewhat bought in. You have to be saying stuff to yourself that you can believe. That's right. That is what I definitely want you to start thinking about. This is imperative because if you just turn off this episode and you think, okay, yeah, that was a great idea. I love that idea. And then you immediately go back to saying, yeah, but I'm not smart enough for that. Or like, I'm not a good enough parent for that. Or I don't never be able to implement that. Oh, I'm not lovable enough. Like if you immediately go back into your knee jerk reactions, nothing's going to change. Nothing is going to change. So let's review this again because you guys have your work cut out for you. First of all, I want you to identify where does feeling not enough show up for me in my life? Where do I feel that lack of enoughness the most? And I talked briefly about self-sabotage. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for another pod I did specifically around self-sabotage that may be helpful for you. Number two, redefine your concept of worthiness. Entertain this idea that, no, I get to decide if I'm valuable or not, right? If you can say it's not enough, you sure as fuck can say what is enough. So let's choose wisely, all right? Number three, separate how you feel, your human experiences, your human emotions from your self-worth, allowing things to be shitty without saying, I am shitty. And I'm actually going to link to a couple of other pods specifically around emotions because a lot of this has to do with just allowing ourselves to feel things like disappointment Mm. without going, and I must suck because of that. Right. So if you need a little more knowledge or tips and tools around emotions in particular, check out the show notes. And then number four, imperative. Create a mantra around being enough, whether that's a question that you pose to yourself, like Mr. Smith was talking about, or using progressive language, disclaimers. And then I want you to repeat that constantly. You have to inundate yourself with that messaging. Otherwise, you're going to allow the old programming to run rampant, which we know that is not working. Yep. I've changed that narrative. Exactly. And if you would like to learn more about this and you've been feeling a tug at your heart to join the retreat, please do not wait. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash retreat. And I think that that is everything for this week. Anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that's that's good. Great podcast. My goodness. Awesome. Lots of good content. Thanks, baby. All right, guys. Well, we will see you around these parts next week. Here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out.